Everybody. Welcome to Robots After All. I'm Tom. And I'm Andrew. Yes, and we're here for another episode. We both watched The Black Widow. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, spoilers, spoiler cast, if you will. Um, so you saw it on Disney Plus. You you got the you paid to get like the yeah, paid the million dollars to see it. Yeah. And then I actually went to a movie theater. So I got that whole experience and going to a movie, movie theater, I've kind of, I've seen both uh, the, the pandemic styled one and now the non-pandemic and the pandemic one was so nice because they spaced out the seating. Oh, cool. And you could only reserve and then there's always two spaces in between you and the next person. Or set of people, I imagine, right? Because you could still group up if you're with people, right? Exactly. Yeah. So if you're with, you could just get how many seats you want. And then according to the map that you're reserving, it'll just, as soon as you reserve your seats, it blocks it out. So yeah, it's all dude. If you're not in with the the theater experience nowadays, it's all online. That's the way you got to reserve it online. You can see your seats, pick them. You can see what seats are taken. So if you see too many seats taken, you can be like, ah, I'm not going, I'll go next year or something next year <laughs> that is really cool um, yeah so it, it was so going from the uh pandemic phase nice peaceful chaos phase humans too many go away from me all. i would have preferred to just stay at home and watch it but seeing it in the theater was was cool yeah i do think that you get a um a certain sense of uh of awe seeing it in the theater like especially with an action movie like i feel like i'm more forgiving of plot lines and you know you're not like looking at it as like you're, you're so overwhelmed with the sound and like the size of the screen that um, a lot of the other stuff kind of goes by the wayside and you're just kind of in that sensory overload experience yes 100 percent agree i mean when you're seeing it in a theater yeah you kind of oversee a lot of stuff and you're just like oh action part uh extreme close-up you know it's just you're focused on all the, the pretty colors and and what's what's going on and there was actually what did we see what did we talk about and then i saw it again and i was like yeah that was pretty bad i forget what that was anyway there's something we, we we talked about on here i thought well i think one of the experiences that i had like that was um the uh last jedi was one of the experiences that I had like that, where I saw it in the theater and I was like, eh, it wasn't that bad. Then I watched it again. I was like, I will never watch this movie again. Yeah, that that is actually a perfect example. Cause when I saw it in the theater, I was like, oh, this is cool. It's like, you're not in the, unless like you're a really focused critic, like reviewing movies. I'm not really thinking about like, oh, this scene jumped like a million times in like a minute. So you're going to like, I think that was one of the big complaints is that they introduced like, they just shotgunned a bunch of characters at you every like 20 minutes or 10 minutes or something. But um, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're there to have fun. You're there to enjoy the experience. You know, it's, it's a totally different kind of headspace. And then when you're at home, you're your normal curmudgeon self where you can be hateful and no one's going to judge you. Yes. You don't have to deal with <laughs> other people chewing on stuff. Um, right. Dead. So <laughs> So the movie, how did you feel overall about it? 
Um, well, I think that because I only watched it once, I had kind of that initial reaction that we were just talking about, right? Where it's like it's a fun movie. Um, it was, uh, you know, it was cool to see Black Widow um, back on on the screen after you know losing her in Infinity, you know, Endgame. I think it's Endgame that she dies in. Um, yeah, so you're clearly it's either it's obviously taking place before Endgame takes place. Um, so it's I, I like that happen. It's supposed to be right after Civil War, is the timeline. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense because the government or Shield is still after her, kind right. of thing, right? So yeah, yeah. There's a few scenes in the movie where that guy's coming after him. Yeah. Yep. I would have liked if there had been a little bit more crossover, like if they had used it as an opportunity to get some of the other Marvel cast members in there. Even Mark Ruffalo would have been cool. They they oh. kind of touch on romance with uh, with the Hulk, yeah. Um, in some of the other Marvel movies, and I think having the the sole Black Widow movie would have been kind of cool to potentially have something there. But they wanted the relationship to be focused on her sister. I think that that worked really well. Um, she brought a comedic relief to the story that uh, you know I think added some lightheartedness and just some kind of almost like fourth wall breaking uh humor and stuff that really worked and and kind of you know kind of yeah, her sister yeah yep yeah i mean it was it was definitely a movie catered catered towards her and it's funny you say that because i think they wanted to have more crossovers but they focused more on like uh the female roles within the, the movie as a whole and um because I think they were going to have Robert Downer Jr. in it, but they didn't want like um, like a masculine role to kind of like be helping them. Okay. But that's like a whole other thing about it in general. But uh, yeah, I think the movie itself kind of, they're, they're shifting the focus to um, the sister. And that's gonna i mean obviously because after the end credits you can see that like there she's gonna be like the next black widow in a sense or wherever she is i'm sure she has a comic book name that i'm not aware of yeah i don't know her in the comics at all and um yeah i think her acting and her character i think that was the highlight of the film itself was their relationship and all totally. of the scenes with her and the family stood out the most and the action were just kind of like cool little set pieces throughout the film that I almost like lost focus during some of them. It was just, just like, I found the story more interesting and I looked forward to more of that than just like explosions on the screen and all that hoopla. Yeah. I wish that they had, um, gone into some of the childhood trauma stuff that they kind of touch on in some of the Marvel movies, like of her being trained at a very, very young age. There's even the scene in the very beginning where her father says, um, you were much younger when you had to go through this, when uh, they're at the airport and they're being taken away after they come, they come back to um, Russia uh, from being on that mission in, in Ohio or whatever. Yep. Um, I wish that they had actually played on that a little bit. Um, but I mean, I guess the, the emotional payoff they were going for was the, the family connection and the fact that even though they were on a mission together, the fact that they had bonded for three years was kind of strong enough to create a sense of family that, you know, um, you know, drove their connection for them to be all on the same side when kind of facing the same adversary. So um, yeah, I think given the facts and 
I think that, yeah, they could have built it a little bit better where, um, but it's interesting. They kind of sum it up in a montage about like the dark side of her life. Like they show it a little bit in the beginning where she's young and then they do like a montage, how they get separated. And it really is about the sister, the younger sister, because she was the one who was kind of lost to this family idea, you know, the most. Right. And she's kind of like the, the glue that's kind of sticking the family together in a sense, because being the youngest child, they're just going to be more emotionally attached to her because she's the most innocent. Right. And so well, that's and why was she actually a biological child. That's the other thing I'm not clear. on. I don't think she was. Because I know I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, Romanoff was not because she was older and she'd already gone through training at that point. Because she already was able to like wield a gun and stuff when she got to the right. airport, but the yeah, girl, no, I don't think there was any biological. So where'd she come from? That kid, I guess I don't know. One of those truck things. <laughs> oh, that's where kids from. Forgot that's where babies come from. Is truck <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she was abducted. <laughs> she was an orphan. Yeah. Who knows? They didn't really say anything about that. I guess did they? No, they didn't really. I actually kind of had the impression that it was like they had been there for so long that they actually they did actually have a kid. Oh, maybe that. Yeah, well, I don't know. Over my head, if that's the case, she was really. I mean, she was very young. She would have been around like probably. I mean, she probably would have been around like seven with that first actor. That's the that's the actress from um, Haunting on Hill House, the little girl who I really like a lot. I felt like there was a scene where they talk about how she was sold to them, or the the, the original parents got rid of her or they were around or something but yeah i'm pretty sure they weren't because the when you fast forward to when they meet up again she's kind of like oh it was real to me you know so i don't think there really was yeah i mean in any event she that was the earliest parents that she had a memory of so yeah, yeah. so yep and then they uh the main overarching plot is them trying to take down the black widow gang hosted by uh or hosted or led by the uh evil russian dude technology billionaire yeah really like Drakov is his name yeah basically faceless yes also character not not the best character in the movie poor villain in my opinion then wasn't yeah he was he he was just a literary device like he didn't really have any personality he had no there was no nothing dynamic he was just like I can do things, so I do them. Was kind of like his main motivate, you know, motivator. So that wasn't terribly interesting. Yeah, I feel like his actions—they didn't really show how evil he was until he met up with Romanov again. In a lot of ways, because it just didn't feel uh, severe enough. Like of a, it's not. It, it didn't feel like a good enough buildup. So we're at the end, we're like, yeah, give it to him. You know what I mean? It right. just like happened really quick. They show some flashbacks, but it's just, they don't build on the fact of like, this guy is supposed to be an evil POS, you know? I think so, they're, they're just banking on you feeling sorry for the fact that he's like abducting these girls at a young age, training yeah. them, and then basically brainwashing them or like mind controlling them. Yes. It's like the, the main kind of emotional motivator where you're just like, okay, that's enough for me to hate this guy and want to see him taken down yeah exactly 
Yeah, I guess, yeah, leave some to the imagination, even though that, I mean, it just seems all kind of happen at once in the end. But um, yeah, pretty dark stuff. And then they go into uh, uh, Romanoff's backstory about her trying to kill Drakov, the main baddie, but instead just kills the daughter, not kills the daughter. <laughs> and big twist or taskmaster it taskmaster is the daughter <laughs> she's like half human or all human just i guess more enhanced than the other widows half baked like, <laughs> yeah she's half baked all right literally and um basically all of the black widows are just brainwashed and they have this formula that one person has don't know where the formula comes from yeah, none of that's explained. Um, the sister gets the formula exploded in her face. She becomes aware of her actions again. It's like, oh, I killed my friend. And then that's kind of like how it goes from point A to point whatever. Yeah. I think um, as we're talking about this, I'm realizing like how much the wool is kind of pulled over your eyes in this movie a bit where it's like, you're just kind of like okay like trying to pick up what they're putting down and by the time you actually pick up on it like they've just they've collected like three or four ideas and they're like okay we're just going to run with these it's like okay we got the family mm -hmm. family's important bond was strong enough for us to work together uh you know this guy is bad we're going to go get him and sister bond and that's like the kind of primary bullet points i feel like whereas in the beginning there's you know, there's a lot of there's like more mystery building. It's like, oh, who is this? You know, who is the Red Guardian? Who, you know, you know, why was he spying? What was the mission he was doing in Ohio? Where is this antidote being synthesized? Like, who who are the who's the organization or the scientists that are synthesizing this cure? Um, is there any backstory to kind of what their agenda is? Like, you, there's all these kind of questions going on in your head, and then when you actually see the story, um, you're like, okay, here's the very kind of simplistic version of kind of where we're going to go with this um I, one scene that really bothered me that was just while i'm thinking about it, i'm going to bring it up is she hasn't seen her sister in forever and i get that like the idea was like they didn't they didn't trust each other right off the bat but i think it was totally bizarre that as soon as um black widow sees her sister they just start fighting and it's like this unnecessary fight scene like i feel like i just like kind of had an eye roll moment during that scene where i was just like okay, yeah, we get it. You guys are both, you know, ninja assassin masters, but like, why wouldn't you have some level of conversation first? Let the conversation escalate to like, hey, I can't trust you and then maybe fight and then resolve it. But the fact that like the first thing they do without even, it just felt very out of character, especially because they're so chummy, like directly after that. Yeah, it is It is weird because, I mean, she knows she's an Avenger, so she's not brainwashed, right? Right. So... It's it yeah it is kind of a weird when you look back. And and think Black like, Widow doesn't even know about the brainwashing yet. No, that's that. true. Yeah, yeah, she so, doesn't know about it. Like, why'd you send me this? Yeah, what is <laughs> what is this? Yeah, <laughs> you guys are brainwashed. And she's like, I know I sent you this because I trust you, but I don't trust you. Let's fight. <laughs> yeah, and how did she escape? I guess they kind of go into it in another movie. Um, because I was I had watched another review about it and apparently she goes into a little bit of how the the past her past life and how she like doesn't have sex organs anymore can't have kids 
Yeah, they, they removed it. Which apparently their... there was a lot of controversy over that. And then in this movie, they like raise it to 11 of like what happens. And like when they're in the plane and they're talking about it, yeah. all the organs getting ripped out. I'm like, whoa, geez. So like, yeah. who's the... That's another thing about this is like, who is this movie for? Because I can't imagine young kids being into it, like right. little girls, because um, they have all this like adult humor right, and, and stuff like that. It's just, it's a very all over the place movie where they have these moments of kind of disturbing dialogue and then they just have like these nice little family reunited moments as well so i feel like it's a very confusing movie and i can't imagine taking like a kid that might be into like black widow to see this movie and you know having all these weird things brought up in it yeah, I will say though, I do like the fact that they're like I was actually I was just I've been actually rewatching um the dinosaurs Jim Henson show, like that live action. Do you remember like the dinosaurs family? Yes, of course. Um, so I've been rewatching that. And, Spoilers. Oh, and I've been realize I've been realizing that there's there's something that's been lost like in modern entertainment that like we used to have like there's like an edge there's a darkness that used to kind of be in like 80s entertainment 90s entertainment and like um well i will say because when i went and saw i to my point where i said oh i don't can't imagine a kid going to see this but then my dad would bring me to like freddy krueger movies and that's what i was gonna say we were we were raised on a much kind of darker entertainment palette and i think that like something like castration um or, or, you know, women having all their reproductive organs being removed. Like I could totally see that being in, um, in something that we would have watched as a kid to like have that, that factor of just like, like the appalling factor where you're just like, this is just like um, atrocious that like something, somebody would do this to another human being. So yeah, cause I, I guess don't... when you're a kid, you're, everything's a lot more visual and you're not concentrating on the dialogue as much. So yeah, I think like, a lot oh, of that would have my, gone. My favorite yeah. character and uh, doing stuff like Ninja yeah. Turtles. <laughs> well, and, and and it's actually right in the dialogue. So like I, you know, I, I'm I'm a nerd. I'm into you know like a, a lot of like the the science and like anatomy and stuff. Like it's not like lost on me. But like there's even a scene where she says like I was just about to say fallopian tube, and <laughs> it's like that's not offensive or weird. Or like yeah. anything me like it's just, it totally rolls off like it's it's nothing it's just like a it's just a female re- reproductive organ but like the way that they're positioning it is almost like the audience should be like oh god no like what you know and i think that's like, why they did it because i there was a lot of controversy over how they presented it in, in one of the previous movies for some reason so now they're i think they this might have been a reason why they they included this aspect of it to say like hey well this like these are just words you know it's like <laughs> you guys flipped out about this other thing it's like why is why so so yeah i um but i do agree that it does have a bit of a um i don't know i feel like it's trying to i I feel like it's just the case a lot of entertainment now it's like everything has it's like i don't want to say it has an agenda but it's like like things are being positioned a very specific way it's not just like like i feel like there are like things that they're specific like you said like you know they were going to bring robert downey jr in and they're like you know what maybe we don't want to actually have him in because maybe he um Dude, disney is woke, man it's woke disney yeah woke disney that might be <laughs> might be what's happening but um the woke world we live in yeah so 
that that is that that definitely felt like it had a presence in in the writing um i do fear that that kind of stuff um starts closing doors on creativity to be totally honest i mean comedians have been talking about it for years that you know it, it closes the doors on kind of what they can use for material and you know i, I remember watching um a documentary i forget what it was actually called now i think it was called no was it called the aristocrats or is that just the joke they always talked about there was something the aristocrats like, uh, yes that too uh, also Disney. um <laughs> there, was, there was some like uh, it was like george carlin bob saget like there's a bunch of like really great comedians and they were basically talking about this one joke that everybody does uh called the aristocrats and i think that that was the name of the documentary but they they cover that as well that it's like everything can be funny in the right context mm. um and I think that everything is, is you know, even the darkest subject matter is a color on the palette of, of the art form of storytelling. So it's like, I don't want to see this kind of reality tunnel shaping. And Disney's been guilty of this for years, right? I mean, they've been doing this with even their animated films, like, you know, very hand, you know, there's, there's a hand selection of kind of what's appropriate for them to include in their movies, the messaging, the, the things that they want, you know, to instill uh into the public kind of thing so um i'm not surprised that you know it's still kind of happening but it also is just a shame because i think that you can very quickly um counter your own intention mm -hmm. by doing something like that right so whether rather than just kind of very naturally telling a story yeah um, perfect example of that is like you know if you want a really good um you know, female protagonist, you know, girl power story, look no further than Ripley and aliens. And it was just 100% natural, organic. Like there was no need to like, you know, um, do anything like don't include, uh, you know, a specific male character or something like that um, right. to get that message across. It was just, the proof was in the pudding that she was an absolute badass and she deserved the focus because it was written so well that that's the end result, you know, rather than it being, yeah prescribed for us yeah i think it, it can be tastefully done and it doesn't need to be force-fed like in in like it has been lately in a lot of different movies i mean you, you want to like build these iconic superheroes for children to kind of look up to look and up to and yeah follow the example yeah and you want to be into these characters um but it's just like a lot of it is tiptoeing around and being very like certain ideas or being very careful about everything and yeah i don't know i think overall and i think your agreement it's like the way they move they made this movie it's, it's like people can get upset about whatever they want but ultimately it's like it's just another movie and i don't really like it's not a big deal in my life to be to, for them to make certain choices of things they want to change right and if it builds a story you can build a good story around that I'm all for it. But if it's like kind of cookie cutter and you're just kind of forcing it in there, it just doesn't work that well. Just keeping it safe kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think that I think that um I was still able to have some really strong emotional moments in this movie. I think that there was some really good cinematography and art direction. And there was there was all kinds of stuff to like. And I do think that they were able to really build a strong relationship between the sisters that I absolutely loved. It was, it was their their chemistry was amazing and like um especially um the new actress i i feel so bad that i'm actually not remembering her name her. is uh florence Pugh. she was in midsummer 
Florence Pugh. She was in like a horror thriller movie, Midsummer. Oh, okay, she was she was amazing. I I loved her character. She, I loved her. Yeah, her her again like the chemistry she had with Scarlett Johansson um, was just perfect. So I mean, it, it um, while what we're talking about was certainly present, it mm. didn't it didn't you know detract from my enjoyment of the experience as so much just kind of be in the periphery vision of being like i'm acknowledging that that's there there's something you know going on there but didn't really um directly detract from you know it didn't make it so that i couldn't enjoy the movie i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah and i i feel like if i wanted to see more taskmaster story if they're going to have this reveal that it's the daughter right like she's like one fight on the bridge yeah, show the relationship yeah. with her and the and dad. The like, have a scene yeah. where, like, her head's up, her mask's off, talking to the dad, and she's kind of like brainwashed or like. So you right. get that like emotion for this character, and you well, get also, that a little bit towards the end where, like, she kind of where um, Scarlet, uh, Black Widow saves her, and they have like a fight scene, but then eventually she's able to save her. But I just if they built on her character more. So that reveal, but the reveal was just so weak and they just popped the head off. Um, who am I? Guess who I am? I'm burn woman. Yeah, you know who I thought it was actually going to be? I almost texted you when I was watching it and I'm, I'm glad I didn't, but now I'm going to permanently record this so that my idiocy gets uh, documented. But I thought it was going to be the Red Guardian. When they when they first showed the task, really? I was like, oh, that's going to be her dad, like her. And then it's going to be like this, like, you know, reconnection story. And then the, like two scenes later or one scene later, they cut to the prison and it's him like arm wrestling everybody. And I'm like, I guess it's not the dad. And I was like, maybe it's the mom. Interesting. Like, maybe it's the mom. There has to be the some mom kind would have of... been interesting. Yeah. So something that's a, there was a connection there, but. But they um, made it like the connection was like, even when they retold the story about her blowing up the daughter. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't that impactful. Like if, if they just built on her like taskmaster as a character more, it's like, I could have seen, seen like a taskmaster movie and that I feel like building up to that, like it would have been really cool, you know, if <laughs> they just put a lot more focus on that, that, developing that story. Well, I think her story was like one of the most tragic within the entire storyline. And it's right. kind of a footnote, you know, like, yeah. I mean, the um, her sister that I already, you know, I know you said the actress's name, but I can't, what's her sister's name in the. Oh, the Le, y- Yelena Belova. Yelena? Yelena. Yelena, I don't know how they not say her name like one time or something because I can't even remember. I feel like they barely say it. Yelena. Um, Well, her, you know, she was obviously brainwashed or whatever, but it it seems like she kind of got out of that, at least in the way they did it in the storyline, she got out of that situation pretty quickly. Um, But I feel like this other, you know, this, this uh, Drakov's daughter has had this like lifelong traumatic experience. She was like a normal little girl she comes home from you know some school one day gets blown up half her face gets blown off dad probably is like no daughter of mine anymore because you know you're not attractive or you're not you know going to be like a normal kid because your face is all burned i'm embarrassed of you so i'm going to turn you into one of my experiments Um, we're going to cover your face we're going to completely brainwash you like that is an interesting story that is horrifying and there's there's an awful lot of emotional payoff whenever you you know when you do that reveal or when you have that character be able to kind of come out of that brainwashed state and again like it, you're right it was like all that glory was given to black widow who is the person who fucking blew her up in the first place so it's like mm. no you don't get a pass for this like you're still awful you still blew this little girl up 
um, to try to kill this other guy, which, you know, whatever, if you want to Hey, she said Look sorry at, at the end. Finally. She did say she was sorry. I was worried that they were, she wasn't even going to do that. <laughs> yeah, she. Yeah, and the, and I feel like we have this. Uh, we have this, like you know, the title of the movie is Black Widow. We have this bias where it's just like, oh, they're the good guy. So like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever they I mean, do is just like kind of forgiven. But it's nice that they did that. They they tried to put like her in this kind of dark scenario. And not just like she was this superhero that did everything right. Well, they do that in the Marvel movies, but I feel like they actually do a better job of that in the Marvel movies. Yeah. Of making you feel like she has a dark past. And here, she, you know, they show this one thing. Yeah. And then it's just very, um, it's very kind of not wishy-washy because she, do, she doesn't actually kill the person. And then she has this redemption story with them. Yeah. So it's like not really that dark past. Again, I really think it would have been interesting to see her her upbringing because they start with her as a little girl in the beginning of the movie. I think it would have been a lot cooler to see her actual upbringing where she was doing assassinations at a young age because she was probably killing people left and right as like a teenage girl, you know, and seeing that storyline and seeing some of the trauma that that would have caused and then that past coming back to bite her might have been interesting. But the way that they did it, it just, it just, yeah, it wasn't terribly compelling for me. Yeah. Um, but everything else, I mean, <laughs> some of the more laughable moments are actually like the action scenes where they are pretty much like invincible throughout the whole movie. I feel like they kind of get like winded sometimes and then like they're, or they're like kind of hurt a little bit, but then they're fine after. I mean, the very first meeting where she meets Taskmaster car gets blown up she goes flipping over like uh, almost off a bridge then like another car gets flipped over when he's when she's with the sister they're just hanging out just somehow manages to grab the antidotes out of that case that the taskmaster had just seen and went after she's really quick huh and she didn't she's like oh you're not even after me you're after this thing and like taskmaster's already on the way to the car and somehow, even though she had no previous knowledge that that case had something in it that she needed to get, yeah. she then got it out. You know, it was, that was... By the way, that was probably the only cool fight with the Taskmaster. Yeah, Taskmaster. that was really cool. That was like the only... Because he shows off... She shows off all like the little power, like the shield, the sword. Yeah, that was little awesome. moves. Um, but then after that, fights Red Guardian. You barely even see any of that. Yeah, um, they fight at the end. There's, I don't even remember what happens. They're f- fighting in the air, falling. Come on, that in the whole ending was just like action blur. They're running from the explosions. I told about this already. They run from yeah. explosions multiple times, <laughs> like not looking back. Just yeah. Uh, the sister gets blown up and flies off. She fl- she saves them, saves her somehow, and then Taskmaster jumps after him action time yeah it was it was definitely like gratuitous action toward the end you're right and it wasn't like i wasn't i wasn't as in it i was very much like kind of eyes glazing over by that point i agree with you i think that the story points and the the emotional beats of the story were where the shot the movie really was shining um more so than the actual action itself yeah which is good i mean i just think it could have been also a lot more it was still very shallow on that front yeah so and what else um Oh, the fact that it's like a flying thing in the sky, that also was kind of like 
Cloud City? Like, I don't, like, what is this? They have a floating, like, that's the Red Room, is in, they're in the sky. Oh, that's right. This giant, yeah. like, floating thing that is, goes unnoticed yeah. by everybody, every military in the world, apparently. <laughs> I talk infinite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're going to the sky now. Yeah. Always to the sky. Yeah. Skyward it was weird. I, I, I don't know. The pigs, the pig cruelty. <laughs> yeah, didn't didn't like seeing that when she was. I was like, like I was actually like bothered by that when that was happening. I was like, oh, this is like making me uncomfortable. Yeah, I didn't Poor like pig. it. Either. The pig. Well, I mean, I, whatever they did worked. They they messed with our emotions with that pig. Yep. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Red Guardian. He was fun. The mom's kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> everybody loves dave harbour's character and it's like yeah i mean it's kind of funny but it's also like one note character like dynamics like the dumb thing i say i do a dumb thing now i wrestle i i make like some of the funniest dog when he was like comparing himself to captain america and that he fought him that was kind of funny but like everything else is just like a doofus yeah and it also it didn't match the very very beginning of the movie the very beginning of the movie he's really serious he clearly seems smart he does like some crazy heroics that were like super James Bondy and like clearly like on the level, super with it, super awesome. And then you <laughs> and see then he just him, yeah, when he's like, Hey, I am dumb guy. Remember me? <laughs> it just turns into like a buffoon. It's yeah. just like, I've been yeah. in a prison too long, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that was bizarre. And I, and I do think that that was to, um, to just create the appropriate kind of character dynamics so that Black Widow and her sister could kind of really be the stars in the mom as well, you know, because like it allows them kind of the space and he's just the comedic relief. But yeah, because um, I think if they were all serious, it would the, the movie would have had a totally different feel and it wouldn't have had that kind of typical Marvel feel to it. So they had to do that. But at the same time, then fine, make that consistent throughout the entire field, you know, film. <laughs> have him come home from from work in the very first scene. He's like, hey, every, hey, family. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Hey, you want to go on a trip? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and that whole prison escape scene was was kind of rough. It was just yeah. like kind of a mess. It was also kind of horrifying that she just caused that avalanche, kills everybody. And like, <laughs> see you later. Sorry, I shot the rocket and missed. <laughs> Hope you guys survived. Yeah, yeah best of luck to you. Back inside, but I don't know. Yeah. The um. Yeah. So I mean, as a whole, I mean. It, it's a lot to dissect, but I think overall, I I enjoyed the film. I enjoyed the story arcs, the char- some of the character yep. building with the sisters. It's definitely more of a sister movie, Yelena's movie, than it is a Black Widow movie in yeah. a lot of ways. Um, oh, I wanted to bring up one of the funniest scenes was where she imitates the posing. Yes. In the convenience store. That is. Those that are is... the scenes that like made the movie. You and know, that was actually impromptu, you know, she actually, that actress actually brought that idea to the writer's table. Um, I was watching an interview like after the fact, and I thought that that was so cool that she actually brought that flavor. Um, Cause again, I think it really comes down to like the chemistry that she was, she was bringing on screen that was just making the movie even better. Yeah. I, I heard about that as well. She was making fun of the pose on set or something. And then it, or, yeah. and then it kind of like became, um yeah it just came into the movie from her yeah um it's just yeah it's so funny um 
But yeah, everything, she beats the bad guy at the end. Good guys all, win. All the girls get to choose their own life after. I'm, I'm not sure how that happens, but she does computer stuff and all the girls are free. That would have been yeah. enslaved. I think that they, they throw in, don't they throw a um, a grenade over the crowd of the girls that are left? Well, that part, but then there's like the world map he had. Oh, that's right. Girls. That's she right. does something to like I don't know if deactivate they, all their chips or something. I think it was, I think it yeah. was actually a computer chip that was in their leg because she cuts it out of her leg yeah. in the very beginning. Was it her leg? I think there was some chip that they were they were using, but I don't I don't know. I mean, none of that was explained. Like I don't know if it was a neurochemical thing. Yeah. I don't know if it was uh you know, I don't know what it was, but okay. Yeah. So yeah, saves the day. He gets blown up in a you think he's gonna escape, he gets blown up in a helicopter, his glasses go away that's like how we how you know you're up, but then the glasses are the last shot it's like yeah. oh okay forgot he had glasses <laughs> um not anymore yeah then they all fly down all the black widows are free um the family goes their own path scarlet goes back with the guy gets i guess kind of arrested by the oh that's um, right is it like, shield that's she yeah because again it's the civil war thing like she's violating the um whatever that superhero act thing is i forget what it's called now but yeah. something accords it had something to do that with what happened in um in that scene in civil war where the king of wakanda gets killed um uh, i can't kind of like pin it on her segovia is it segovia is that where it happens segovia i don't know I don't remember. I forget. But yeah, they they were trying to pin the assassination on her. her. She was involved somehow. Yeah. Her and uh, what's that guy's name? Winter Soldier. Bucky. Bucky. But yeah. Um, yeah, so she goes with them. They. Never after. Goes away. What is, <laughs> what is the ending, though? I don't remember. Did you just roll credits right after like that scene, the fight scene? I think um, she has the redemption thing with uh, the taskmaster on the ground. And then I think she gets up and then she gets arrested. And then it's like Monty Python where everyone just gets arrested and they end the movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I honestly don't remember. But... I know that Yelena flies off with her family or something with the other Black Widows and they go somewhere. That sounds like you're making this up on the spot. <laughs> no, she went like with them. Flies off with their family, the Black Widows, and yeah, the family. Bear Bears, it's great. But yeah, movie ends. They save the day. Black Widow dies in Endgame, um, and now we have a new character to focus on, Yelena, because oh, I thought maybe, it was the Red Guardian. No, well, he might be <laughs> come back at some point. Who cares about him? Yelena, the Walking Jelly Bean. Because the return of in credit scenes are back. This is it, man. We're we're getting into the Marvel next phase, whatever. Oh no, I actually this is gonna be a spoiler for me because I didn't watch the end credits. I you didn't, didn't see the end credits? Go back and watch it. Do you still have access to it? I should, yeah. I spent a million dollars on it. So have you seen uh Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yes. So you know how they introduced that office lady with the blue hair? No, uh, Elaine. Yeah. Oh, I did see the end scene. I did see the end credit scene. That's when she comes when she comes through with the grave at the grave. At the grave, yeah. 
You're like, this is the After. guy you have to go over as a photo of Hawk, and he's like the worst photo. It's like, yeah, Hawk had a rough day, man. These hairs, <laughs> so cool. <laughs> but yeah, so they're trying to make her. They're they're making like this organization with that character with the blue hair streak. What's her name? Uh, Elaine. If, yeah, she Elaine. They're, Elaine has an organization. <laughs> she's got the agent now. Yeah. And now she has. She's trying to recruit these people to do evil stuff. I don't know what's going on there. I barely even care. All I know is that Yelena's the new Black Widow. Hello, here we go. Marvel Phase Ten Thousand, baby. <laughs> it's over nine thousand. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening, man. And now Loki. Spoilers for Loki multiverse is haywire they're gonna have friggin' alien thor frog thor who knows yeah i mean at that point you could just bring black widow back through the multiverse and this is a different version essentially yeah they could but i i think they're done <laughs> i think those actors are done yeah they probably are i mean it's been what 10 years 15 years whatever it's been oh my goodness can you believe that 2007 i think that was the first iron man so yeah, maybe yeah i don't know still arguably the best movie out of the entire marvel cinematic universe <laughs> yeah really um i that was definitely one of my favorite when i first saw that i was like this is insanely good yeah it was amazing like, the end of that movie the the when he's like the truth is i am iron man like that so cliche and then, like just in credits you're like yeah what? And they, the, the, cr- the crowd actually explodes for a second and then it just ends credits so yeah you can't, oh, that's right like, oh, oh, it just like God. goes to credits you're like wow <laughs> the baller ending so cool 2008 okay it says on google and apparently the hulk came out that year too the Maybe edward a norton month, one a month apart about huh is that the edward norton one <laughs> yeah that kind of dumped and then Edward Norton's like, nah, I'm not doing this. I want more money. Something. That yeah, film wasn't wasn't terrible though. It was pretty. No, I watched movie. it. It wasn't bad. Oh wow, Google's got the whole friggin' lineup here. Yeah, the internet does that. So yeah. should we wrap? Should we wrap this up? Yeah, that's it. Black Widow. Since Cynthia you've gone to the search now. engine. <laughs> what? Since you've gone to the search engine. I've gone to the search engine. We better end it, man, because this could get dark. Um, yeah, Black Widow. It's a good movie. I mean, whatever. I enjoyed it. It's. it's I wouldn't see it again, would you? Um, I would probably not. I'd probably not watch it again, no. Um, whereas I think a lot of the other Marvel movies I would there's a, there's a couple of Marvel movies though that I that I probably wouldn't watch again so it's not like it's that's like a, a major dig against it but yeah yeah Black Widow you, four out of you, ten bananas four out of ten bananas I'll give it six and a half um, Red Guardian <laughs> and <Andrew> Flakes <laughs> red guardian flavored jelly beans yeah five six and a half pig cruel cruel tree <laughs> yeah yep, cool. that's it um anything else you want to talk about i think that's it so what else you've been watching bye <laughs> see you next time all right have a good one everybody thanks for everything you do bye